Welcome to Beyond the Shire. My name is Jack Wolf. Today's adventure is the adventure of freedom of speech. Do we really have freedom of speech? I guess we do because here I am talking on a podcast. If you ask anyone today if we have freedom of speech, in most cases you're going to get a resounding yes. Not just freedom of speech, but freedom to post, freedom to write, freedom to blog, freedom to put up YouTube videos, podcasts, banners, posters, books, tweets, television, radio. You get the idea. Never in the history of the world has there been such a freedom and so many ways to communicate what we think or what we feel. And the interesting thing is, no matter what the socioeconomic situation is for most individuals, not everyone, granted, but a lot of people have the ability to communicate. Homeless people have cell phones, which I'm sure is a blessing on some level. But the point is, more of humanity now, no matter where they are, no matter what their socioeconomic level may be, they have the ability to weigh in about how they feel about, well, Everything from sports to news to what's happening around the world. Now, not only do we have this freedom, but as we all know, our communication is and can be instantaneous on how we think or how we feel about any said topic. And with the push of a button, it can travel around the world and is never really lost once it's out there in cyberspace, which is really kind of scary in lots of ways. Freedom is great. However, as we all know, it comes at a price, and it is one of the most powerful things we have, both good and bad. It's great to have freedom, but sometimes it's bad to have freedom. But to quote a great Spider-Man, quote, with great power comes great responsibility. Just a quick little segue here. Adam and Eve were created by God, and they had great freedom. In fact, God told them they could explore the garden, do anything they wanted to do, with the exception of one thing. They, he did not want them to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It seems like that was reserved for him. And they could really do anything they wanted with that freedom, free to say anything they wanted, free to go where they wanted. And they took that freedom that God gave them and made a choice to freely not follow God, their creator. He wanted them to, but they made another choice. And they chose rather to follow uh, for It's an old word, I suppose, but follow Satan, follow the enemy, follow the opposer of God. Satan also had the freedom of speech. He spoke to Adam and Eve on some capacity uh, in the form that he was in, and he offered up to them a different plan, that if they made a choice to eat the fruit of the tree that God indeed told them they should not eat of, that they would indeed become like God himself. And I guess for some reason... Adam and Eve felt like God was holding out on them on some level, and he would reserve something that just for him, and they wanted to be just like him. However, they were already like him. But what an offer, as Adam and Eve considered it. Well, it turned out not so good. But let's get back to the freedom of speech. Here's the question. What guides or informs what we say, what we write, what we post, what we tweet, should there be anything that does guide us? Or is it just willy-nilly, think it, feel it, say it? We're informed by all types of things. We're informed by the latest posts. We're informed by the latest news report. We have these things that inform us and they are input for us. And therefore, we can respond about how we think or feel about said topic. But I'd like to offer something else, a different thought. Now, I'm, I'm a Christian. 
Uh, I do believe in God, and I believe in His Word. Um, I believe He made us, He created us, and He gave us a a book that reveals who he is and how he thinks and how he feels about really most topics. Granted, there are some mysteries in there, but a lot of the stuff is pretty straightforward about how he feels about us. He loves us, cares for us, wants the best for us. That he is involved in our lives as much as we want him to. We have the freedom to ask him to be involved or no thanks, I don't want you involved. I've chosen the first. I want God involved in my life. And I'm glad that he's given me this wonderful guidebook, this storybook of humanity that so many things unfold. And it's interesting as you read it, you get to see how God thinks or feels about certain things and how he wants us to interact with each other. So over the last you know couple of years, I've made a habit of, uh, I'm in the, uh, well, I've been reading the book of Proverbs the last couple of years, and I'm, I'm a student of the Word. I love the Bible. I love reading the stories, and I like to read them just for the story and kind of see what stands out instead of doing like this big deep dive that we feel like we have to do. There's just some real great stuff, if you will, right on the surface, because God didn't want it to be so complicated that we couldn't grasp it. And there's wisdom on how to speak or how to interact. There's practical advice on so many things, and it's 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 timeless because these principles will help us navigate well, well where we are today and things that are going on in our own lives. And we see these principles that are absolutely timeless, like gravity is a timeless principle. If you throw something up, it's always going to hit the ground no matter what and no matter what generation you were born in. So here's some thoughts on freedom of speech. And let me give you a little disclaimer here. Some of these things are, well, kind of a bit direct, but God's inspired these things for us to reflect on and think about. So here's a few. I said in the book of Proverbs, it says, Fools show their annoyance at once, but the prudent overlook an insult. Wow. The words of the reckless pierce like a sword. But the tongue of the wise brings healing. How about truthful lips endure forever, but the lying tongue lasts only a moment? What about the prudent keep their knowledge to themselves, but a fool's heart blurts out a folly? Without wood, a fire goes out. Without gossip, a quarrel dies down. Now, I could go on and on and on out of the book of Proverbs, but just from from the first chapter to the last, and there's so many things about speech. And I didn't give the address because if you're interested, you can go on your own treasure hunt, grab a highlighter and go through the book of Proverbs and highlight things that maybe will help and inspire you and inspire others dealing with not just speaking, but hearing and responding. Now, I'll have to confess that I've been on both sides of all of those uh, verses, all those words of wisdom. I've been the fool that showed my annoyance at once. I have been the, the fool that blurts out folly. <laughs> my dad, when I was growing up, he said uh, to me several things but in regards to how I speak or what I say. One of them was, why can't you engage your brain before you start talking? In other words, uh, well, that wasn't great, a great compliment, but obviously I was a lot of times foolish. Um, I didn't have a lot of um, a restraint, and if I thought it, I said it. Very impetuous, very responsive, very engaged. 
But since I've become a Christian, since I've been really a student of the Word, and I watch what's going on in the world, and I'm involved in many conversations, and again, I I don't have this down, um, but I will say this, that I want something that informs me on making decisions with the freedom that I have to speak or to write or to communicate. It's the freedom God's given me, and I have to think about that freedom, but I want his principles to guide the freedom that he's given me so that I'm making, well, the best decisions, not just for myself, but for those I'm involved with. When should I be silent? When should I speak up? What should I say? Am I being prudent or am I being foolish? You know, I didn't read the verse, but uh, it says that we should not answer a mocker and uh, be silent when we're engaged with a mocker. And the reason is because if there's someone who's in a spirit of mockery, when we begin to respond, sometimes it just adds fuel to the fire, and sometimes it's just, well, better to be silent about it. So for me, while I am imperfect, and I do struggle with this to some degree, and I try to be mindful of it, I'm thankful that I have something that informs me, a resource at my fingertips that help me to navigate the world that we live in. We all have so much to say. We all have so much to add. So when we say it and when we add it, let's say it well, or maybe let's not say it, but have discerning in this process. Thank God for the freedoms that we do have. Use it, my friends, use it well, and I know that people will be thankful for it and we'll see an impact in the world around us. God bless. We'll see you next time.